question. And um, this is one of the places that people often go wrong. And that's why you okay. see a lot of people saying, you know what, I don't even want to go to court. I don't even want to do anything to this person because I know at the end of the day, I won't get justice. Mm. Because it seems like the burden of proof is so huge. And the burden of proof, unfortunately, but I would say also because of the, um, because uh, for the cause of justice is usually okay. on the complainant. That is whoever is saying, oh, this has been done to me and so on. Okay. So um, it, is, it is true, you know, especially when you have a case of sexual abuse or sexual assault when, um, or rape. Okay. Um, you, for rape, for instance, you always have to prove penetration. Mm. So, and this is where people find it really difficult. And that's why I would debate a little to say, for somebody who has been sexually assaulted, please don't mm. destroy the medical evidence. So usually, you know, in when I was talking about where to go to, I said okay. a police station or you can go to enforcement. I said, depending on what kind of abuse oh, and the circumstances. Sure. So in a situation where it's a sexual abuse, where it's rape, for instance, or sexual assault, you might want to immediately go to a hospital and then mm. do a report at the appropriate place. So the reason you need medical evidence is, you know, that's where they do the first, um, they do the preliminary test, they gather whatever they need and they're able to give mm. you a report to say that, oh, we noticed that there was um, injury to this certain degree and so, so, so on and so forth. And Sorry, that's what we carried out by medical. Time frame? The time frame um, for the test to be done? Usually we would say immediately. Hmm? Okay. And, but then we, I wouldn't stretch it to say a, a specific time frame. The okay. reason we just say immediately is you don't want to have a bath, for instance. So if somebody mm. who has been sexually molested or raped goes to have a bath, first of all, you have washed away whatever physical mm. evidences um, that there might be. So let's imagine that there was a release on her body or there were even some maybe spermatozoas hanging around or semens hanging around her private area or genital area. You don't want to wash all those away. So that's why I would usually say immediately so that we don't give a time to it and then, um, you know, and so on. Um, Another kind of evidence that would be used that you need usually would be any form of um, maybe... Electronic evidence, for instance, documentary, okay. documentary evidences, for instance. So for, let's say somebody has been um, beaten or hit, you might want to take a picture if there's a blister, if there's a wound, mm. if there's an injury, or you might even want to do a recording. So anything wow. from footages to video recordings to even conversation of threats mm. to, it could be written, it could be spoken if you have pictures. So for instance, we would say, take pictures when somebody has done you harm especially mm. bodily harm. Okay. You might need to um, have maybe somebody you have spoken to, let's say at a point, and this is where the culture of silence is really dangerous. Mm. I totally understand. I totally understand the plight of women when mm. women refuse to speak out. And this is where I also have my issues and annoyance with people that will say, mm. oh, so-so was done to you two months ago. Why didn't you talk then? Why are you talking mm. now? Mm. See, the psychology of abuse is so... It's so deep that yes, you don't understand it in a moment. You don't even understand it in a month. So for Absolutely. somebody who has been abused, for instance, mm. you don't even, exactly, you don't know. People deal with trauma differently. Some people just mm. go into um, mute or we call it mute mode. You know mm. how you are in shock. You don't even say a thing to anyone and so on. Meanwhile, some people react by 
just immediately shouting out and screaming out and talking to neighbors and so mm. on. So we react differently. So people have a right to how they react to of um, to abuses and mm. violations. You know, that's wow. one. So, but on, on that note, I would say that it's always important to talk to somebody. So that somebody would be the person that will eventually come to court and corroborate your evidence. So for instance, okay. I've talked to a colleague a few times when this person has abused me or hit me or you mm. know, molested me. That mm. person might eventually be my witness another way exactly i'm the star witness but that person will now come and probably and say oh there was a day she came to the office with so 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 injury mm. and i asked and she said you know and so on um so pictures videos text messages mm. or even just conversations of threat to people you spoke to to you know all those can cumulatively okay. become um your pile of evidences that you will oh. use if it comes to litigation Oh wow. Um I, yes. I think I should immediately mention also that this is why we advise that the person should do a report. So if you go to mm -hmm. the police station, for instance, ensure that they take your statement. Ensure that they take your statement. You know, we mm -hmm. have already identified that the system is so poor that they might just say, Oh, madam, we are go home, just mm -hmm. go and oh yeah, hug your husband, oh mm -hmm. yeah, kiss each other, bye bye. And then you go to, to the same house. It's like a den for that woman. Absolutely. And then when she goes back, it's, you know, and so on. So sometimes it's so strange that you find abusers being the, um, the weirdest of people to think of as abusers. You find mm. fathers, you find uncles, Very true. you find caregivers. Very, Very true. terrible. Mm. So when a person goes to the police station, first of all, ensure that you go with somebody. Mm. The person might be a lay person or be a legal, whatever. Just make sure you go with somebody. Okay. And the reason I'm saying go with somebody is so that that person can also corroborate your evidence eventually okay. and say, oh, I was with her when she insisted that she wanted to make a statement. And so the officer said no. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So you might want yeah. to have your statement written because that also can be called in evidence when uh, the person gets to court. Then, oh. you know, initially I was talking about how, sorry, I'm just I'm digressing a bit, but this is a very important very point. Very fine, Mark. You know, I talked, mm -hmm. thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I talked about how um, in rape cases you have to prove penetration, you have, so sometimes it's really difficult to prove, you know, and okay. so on. So, and that's one of the reasons that we had to come up at a point. We had to fight to say, look, we need some laws that will put realities okay. into consideration mm -hmm. and widen the scope of even rape. So, for instance, in the past, you would, it was a situation where, oh, for you to say somebody has been raped, there had to be a penetration and the penetration had to be done by the male genital organ and so wow. on and so forth. But now, the, um, we, we succeeded at getting another law, which is called the Violence Against, at the national level, it's called the Violence Against Persons Prohibition Act. Mm. That was in 2015. Mm. Then, yeah. some states of the Federation so or your state, for instance, where I was a part of that advocacy, is called the Violence Against Women Prohibition Law. Amazing work, amazing work he did, ma. Amazing so, job. Thank <laughs> you. We had a network of stakeholders. People were fantastic. We had NGOs. We had even the government, the mm. um, Office of the First Lady supporting Ministry of Women Affairs, you know. So it was amazing. And I'm, I'm really glad that we were able to get that done. Amazing. So for that enactment, for instance, it has widened the scope of rape. To now a situation where rape can even be carried out by um, just using any part of the body. So you find a situation where some some very some um, some I don't know what to call them because I don't want to call them human beings. Some psychopaths, some sociopaths, 
you know, Save when me. they even um, mm-hmm. go, go further to using their finger on mm-hmm. a woman or a child, you mm-hmm. know, just carrying out that abuse. So, mm-hmm. you know, in the past, that would not count as rape. But now, because Very of that true. enactment, that is counted as rape. So awesome. it doesn't matter that they used an object also. Some psychopath also will use an object in, into the private area of a woman. And just, mm. you know, that kind of molestation. So that wow. also is criminalized. So it doesn't matter that the, the, the person has not used his genital organ. Any other object that is used, that is also counted as rape. Even if his finger, that is counted as rape. The wow. only point we are still making now is for society to begin to listen. Listen to victims when they, mm. when they speak. And don't mm. shift the blame. Somehow we shift mm. the blame from the accuser to the victim. To the victim. To, you know, and the person mm. begins to feel bad. A young yeah. girl that has been gang raped. And you're saying, ah, what were you doing in the midst of uh, many points? Oh, what were you doing here at night? What were you doing? What were you, you know, all of those things. These are issues that we need, mm. to, we need to be careful. Because our young boys are hearing this thing. Our men are hearing. Mm. And then they begin to feel like, oh, it's okay. As long as she was working in the night. Mm. an excuse mm. as long as oh she 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 went to visit a boy so these are issues we want to address separately if we want mm. to talk about the issue of morality that's totally different but mm. we should dissociate it from the issue of um, gender abuse or violation or rape or even um, violence against women or molestation these are mm. separate issues so that we don't breed a generation that feels that it is okay to molest girls or women mm. and then get away with it and wow. we have to do better with our justice system as well. Wow, wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ma. I mean, I, I really can't say I really can't say any other thing as in aside from everything you have said today. I mean, thank you, thank you so much. Okay, so um my my I think I have another question from um okay. this particular question I have that I'm sure this law does not does not um does not exceed the people that are the the powerful people now. Mm. I mean, the so-called powerful people, because mm. I think I came I came in contact with a case recently, and it was looking like okay, probably the person had connections and all of that, and mm. um, maybe the police was somehow brought into the case at some point, and but they could not really do anything about it because the person, the abuser, had pressed some buttons and. You know, mm. there were there was really nothing they could do about it. I mean, it just I mean, it's still working freely on this on the street, and which is still mm. going to abuse another woman, and we will still come back to the mm. same point. So, my mm. question is: this kind of men, this kind of abusers, are there are there are there um, some um, let me say some secrets? I mean, some um, tactics that can be used for them. I mean, is it Thank still you. the same law? By I know it's the same law binding them, but how do we ensure that these people do not get away? Because for me, I'm thinking that as much as we are raising awareness, we are supposed to raise awareness. Fine, but I think I I was telling someone that I think I'm more passionate about the justice part because if we are not talking about the justice part, then it means that we are just leaving criminals walking on the streets. And mm, keep coming back to the same points because they will leave, and one woman will run away, and they will pick another woman and abuse the same woman, and we are back to the same point. So, and mm. I discover that it is these people that seem it, it looks like I mean they have the power, they have their connections. How do we get past? How do we get through these so-called? I mean, they have they are pressing the right buttons and all of that. Mm. 
Mm, thank you so much for this question because you are very correct. If justice is not being gotten, then what's our basis for telling people to speak mm. out? Speak out for what? For people mm. to, to stigmatize your shit. Yeah. So you are very correct. And really, we have to strat. You have to be strategic in 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 this um in this fight okay, against yeah. aggressors and abusers. So the challenge we have is that we are ultimately in a system that is so. Uh, that that fails us on a on a daily basis mm. and it's so sad because otherwise the reason a person should even be held more accountable is because he holds a prominent position or is in a position of of um authority and therefore should be a role model and so on mm. so you are correct the law does not ex exclude anyone Anybody, mm -hmm. and that's why it uses the term aggressor or abuser. So everybody is supposed to be treated equally. But you're mm -hmm. right in your observation that this is a climb, like several other climbs that we see, where people can mm -hmm. easily pay their way through um, even preliminary investigations, not mm -hmm. to now talk of getting to court. Mm -hmm. You know, so one of the strategies that have worked so far that are still working would be. Um, the, the era of the digital era, which I believe is a blessing. You know okay. how a lot of people say, oh, technology is a curse. But I see the huge, it depends on how you want to use it. So yeah. we've seen a situation where people have used even the instrument of social media to escalate issues. So mm. when people want to, ah, we are all aware. We saw what happened. Um, I think it was early this year. Was it this year? Yes. Uh, the, the Senate talk that... Oh. Um, that you know assaulted yes, a woman in the public and then there was um closed circuit tv that was yes, capturing everything mm. eventually you know those are that's an example of something that could have been swept under the carpet mm. but because it, we, we generated media noise with it eventually mm. we saw an apology coming from this man and so on and people went on to say oh if you were not caught on camera if there had not been backlash would you have apologized and so on but that's not even the it's just the issue of people being able to get out of um of of the bad that they have done to mm. to get away with it simply because they have a name or they hold a position. Let me shock you. There were the, the one of the um last cases I handled before I left your state was mm. that of a of a child. My client was a child and this child was molested and abused by a young man. Wow. And then, oh, oh Lord, Lord, help me. That was one of the ones I'm always passionate about because a child is, first of all, helpless. And how mm. dare you? Mm. So, you know, it, it got to a point where the, the mother of the child, who was the sole um, caregiver also, you know, was just running health skills. All we could give her was our support and our representing them mm. and, and, and so on. And we're going to ensure that justice was done. Mm. I was totally irritated on the day she called me and said, lawyer, you know what, please, I don't want to do it again. I'm, wow. you know, I'm, I'm not interested. And I said, oh, hi. She said, um, it's beyond her. I will talk to you. I had to, you know, cajole her, um, pamper her, just what was the problem? And then when we saw one-on-one, -on -one, she came to me and said, um, the, the community, you know, they sent elders, they sent them um, landlords association, some, mm. some people in the community came to appeal to her to say, you know wow. what? You're, and it was a total case of blackmail. One, because the person that was involved was, you know, was in court. Now, if you could see my hand, you would see I'm doing that sign of mm -hmm. so-called important person, mm. you know? And then another thing was they were blackmailing her. We, oh, you know, if you go to court, it's, be all over the place and then it's, the, the stigma, stigma is going to be on your daughter because mm. eventually they will say oh she has been raped nobody will want to marry her you, you know that mm -hmm. nonsense pardon my language mm. and i was totally irritated 
And that was, we had to form an alliance. You know, this is where I see the power of collaboration working. So wow. if, for instance, the person you have gone to is an individual that is handling the case, you might at that point want to link up with other networks. Now we mm. have networks on these issues. So um, depending on where you are, in Lagos, for instance, there's the Office of the Public Defender. There's also the, um, the domestic um, violence, domestic and sexual violence um, uh, response team in Lagos, for instance. You know, just wow. you have a network working on children issues and women, you know, just depending on the state you are in, you might want to do a bit of research, you might want to okay. ask around. Okay. The only purpose, the only thing we have to focus on is that the abuser does not go scot-free simply because he is what we will call in our society somebody. So mm. this is where you want to do naming and shaming where we mention the names and the officers, mm. whoever the enforcement agent that has been compromised in the process, we also want to mention their names and let mm. us see the consequence. You know, okay. so we, now I'm happy we are talking to the public. So everyone that is listening to this post podcast, as a member of society, you also have a role to play. You don't mm. want to be one of those people that will go around and say, oh, maybe they are even lying. Oh, maybe, mm. maybe, or you want to be one of those people that want to appeal to the victim or the survivor and say, you know what, let, just let bygone be bygone. Bygone mm. can never be bygone. Some yes, people ma'am. never go, they never get over trauma all mm. their, their entire life. Some people are in their late, their late years of life and they are still carrying trauma of things that were done to them as children Very you know true. that kind of thing so we might want to ensure so we are taking personal responsibility right now so whoever is listening to us right now just tell yourself i pledge to my society and i pledge to myself that i will not be one of those people that will truncate justice just mm. by trivializing issues of abuse or issues of violence against women um or whoever the victim is so that's where we want to start from but wow. i will i will never um there's no way we can underestimate the power of networking, collaborating, mm, yeah. just escalating, talking to as many people as possible That's and just well. ensuring that they come to our aid. Wow. And I think, sorry, if you permit me, on this point also, I want to appeal to um, leaders generally in society. Okay. And when I say leader, I mean that, you know, in this line of work, I have seen things. I have seen mm. things that annoyed me, some totally making me sad. And this is an issue that I will raise is one thing about religious leaders mm. being the ones coming to us to beg to say you know what let bygone mm. be bygone wow it there's nothing more disappointing when you see religious leaders you know just coming to beg on behalf of somebody who has raped somebody wow. or somebody who has molested somebody or even just religious leaders saying you know what just go back home and submit to your husband in law wow that's not how we want to practice religion. Mm. you want to be able to Absolutely. apportion blame where blame is Absolutely. And then tell him, you don't do this, you don't mm. do that. And even be the one to report to the appropriate authority, not yes, telling the victim to, oh, you know, we'll just live with it. Very and true. one day, you know, I, I always say something. I say for victims of violence, especially mm. domestic violence or gender-based mm. violence, some, see, the, the eventual consequence in dire situations is mm. one of two things. Either they commit suicide. Mm. or which is, which means they take their own lives or they yeah. commit homicide or what we call murder in other words wow. they, a day will come that they want to defend themselves and they kill the abuser yeah or a day will come that they are so tired of the abuse and they kill themselves mm. so very you true. know either way we don't want to have that mm. so what we should begin to do as a people is to ensure that we lend our voice to 
shaming abusers are supposed mm. to shaming mm. victims. Mm. You know, so when we do that, we realize that we raise a healthy society mm. where people even begin to get scared of uh, of um, violating another person or committing, mm. um, you know, just carrying out abuse on another person because they know that the consequence is just by the corner and the consequence is going to visit them and it won't be on the victim. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Miss Gay. Thank you, Ma. So I'm sure you've said enough. You said enough today, and I just want to you to um, encourage um, women out there that might be experiencing any form of um, domestic abuse right now. What What do you have to say to them? Then finally, thank you for every woman that is a survivor or a, a victim currently going through abuse or molestation of any form or kind i want to say you are not alone please you are see the first deadly thing they do to you is isolate you and mm. shut you up and the moment you begin to get isolated or feel isolated you begin to die so mm. i want to say one you are not alone two mm. your life is primary so mm. don't listen to anyone that says, oh, you know, what? just undergo it quietly for the sake of your child, for the sake of this and that. Please, mm. you want to look for a trusted person, a trusted entity to talk to, mm. first of all. Because right now, I want to assure you, if you are going through any form of violation or abuse, you are not in your right senses. I'm sorry to say, but it's the truth. You're not thinking Absolutely straight because, true. first of all, you are dealing with a lot psychologically you are dealing with a lot is a lot of trauma mm. so you don't want to take any decision alone because it will be mm. irrational mm. so you might Very want true. to look for a trusted person it might not be anybody related to you if you feel like your family is not even reasonable mm. it might be a total stranger it might be somebody you have listened to or you have heard about and you want to go to so mm. what we call that is safe place you want to look for a safe place right now so mm. you need somebody to join you to put pen on paper or pen to paper and strategize mm. on how you want to go through this. Mm. So however you choose to deal with it, society cannot dictate to you how you should feel. You are the one going through it. You know how you feel. And I want to encourage you that your feeling is validated. Your feeling is valid. So mm. don't listen to society. Fair. So you want Very to fair. look for somebody who will listen to you objectively mm. and then you take a rational decision. Mm. So you are not alone. I think that's my ultimate language, um, ultimate uh, message for them. Because yeah. they will say, speak out. But then speak out and what? Mm. so please you're not alone you mm. want to look for a trusted fellow to talk wow. to wow 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 thank you thank you so much ma i'm sure you've enjoyed um the, this today's episode and if you or anyone around you would like to share your story or you need any form of help in um, any form of domestic abuse you need a lawyer to talk to you whatever help you need you just need someone to talk to or anything you need someone to confide in you can send me a message on instagram my social media and those are at olifumilayo or nik and you can also send a mail to let's talk about dot at gmail.com and we'll be glad to take it up from there so till next week that i bring you another fantastic episode be good and stay safe